102.7 ESPN Studios in Austin, Texas. This is the Jeff and Ed Show. Hey, welcome back. Jeff and Ed. Ed and Jeff with Garrett on this Thursday afternoon. Nearing the Super Bowl highlights today, we talked about Steve McMichael, the former Longhorn, former Chicago Bear who had a brilliant career, will be named to the Pro Football Hall of Fame tonight with Devin Hester and Julius Peppers. Julius Peppers, of course, played for Mac Brown at North Carolina a long time ago. We talked about, oh gosh. He belongs on that list of best defensive linemen ever at Texas, would include Steve McMichael, Ken Sims, Ken Sims. Kiki Diala. The great Kiki Diallo. Who people don't mention very often, set a ridiculous sack record while at Texas. And then you've got... Casey Hampton, would you put Casey up there? Then you got a list that includes Tony Brackens. Oh, boy. Tony Brackens. Shane Dronette. God rest his soul. Casey Hampton. Right. Sweat from this year. DeAndre Sweat. It hasn't been a big enough career or a guy played with named Tony DeGrate who won the Outland Trophy. Tony DeGrate from Snyder, Texas. Yeah. Interesting guy was a quiet artist. Artist, fabulous artist. Yeah, is he still in town or where is I he? Know, I don't think so. Since you're budding art love, you maybe have to, yeah, have to look up Tony. Yeah, I have to look up Tony. I don't know. Get a Tony original before, or something. Yeah. Um, that's what we also we talked about. Brittany Mahomes, well, wife of let's let's not do that again. Wife of Patrick Mahomes will be in the swimsuit edition of Sports Illustrated in of, May. Of which Jeff Ward has come up with a term. Don't know if it applies in salons around the state or not. The term that I use that I fried hair. Fried hair. Yes, and I'm waiting for the females uh. in the audience to tell me if that is a thing or, Jeff, you just made that up. 512-834-1027. Is it a bad thing or a good thing? It feels bad to me. It sounds bad. Yeah. She's got well, fried I, hair. I did not mean it as a compliment. Washed out fried hair. I didn't say anything more than fried Small hair. town fried washed out hair. I, I didn't say anything about um, glitter. Mm-hmm. I didn't say anything about tan, spray tanning. I, right. didn't, I didn't say those things. I could have because that usually feels like it would follow fried hair. But mm-hmm. I'm going to stop at fried hair because I'm not quite sure what that means yet. But thank you. Okay. Uh, do you realize that uh, the stadium and... Las Vegas seats only 60,000, folks. They got a ton of skyboxes going for like 300,000 to millions of dollars. Travis Kelsey's mama says she may be in the stands. Ha, 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 right. She'll be in a, a box. Well, you think she's going to be sitting in the stands next to her future daughter-in-law? No, the daughter-in-law will I be I do not in. believe the daughter-in-law is going to be like going, hey, is seat 106, is yeah. that mine? Section <laughs> you 14, over? 106. I think that's my seat. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she's not going to walk the steps with some nachos. Today's show, and I thought about you, Today's oh, show. shut up. Today's show had a big feature. Gene Shallot on. on there? Pardon? Was Gene Shallot there? Bryant Gumbolt was on there. Oh, good. Tom Brokaw. Beautiful. Yeah. Jane Pauley. Jane Pauley, the beautiful Jane. <laughs> Deborah Norville <laughs> made an appearance. <laughs> Willard Scott. Oh. Yeah, Willard. Good. Damn it, you do this to me. Sorry. It was going to be great. It was. It's, I thought about you because... They had a feature on all the Swifty theme parties that are going to be hosted by moms and daughters or dads and daughters. You're nodding your head over there? Saturday night. Really? Yep. I was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Tell me about it. Well, um, it's a lot. It's very loud, too. Mm-hmm. Very loud situation. 
This was um, last Saturday, not this, this Saturday. This past Saturday night. That's correct. And the theme was just a Swifty party. Yeah. Okay. You you have girls have a party, mm-hmm. and then it is basically surrounded by all Taylor Swift all the time. Mm-hmm. And it will be, the door is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the door was done in like a giant Swifty picture. Mm-hmm. The songs are blaring constantly. On every TV that's there, it's going to be one of the Eras Tour shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone has friendship bracelets, glasses. Dig it. Dig it. Uh, everyone has 13 all over their arms and skin because that's her favorite number. Her favorite number is 13? That's correct. Wait a minute. It is? Yeah, and I can tell you all the reasons why it is. Yes, like her birth date, her first album. I can go down the list if you want me to. I'm an expert. My birthday's on um, the 13th. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think maybe if you showed up to the party, you'd get arrested. And, well, uh, you say that about yeah. Taylor. Her favorite number is 13. I'm telling you about Swifty parties. What is Lee Harvey Brock Purdy's number? It's Thir- 13. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because he was 13 feet on the grassy knoll. <laughs> 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 so, um, yeah, yeah. Um, it's... Let's see. But you're not having one this Saturday night or for the Super Bowl? No. Uh, let's see. Which Are you like me in which, Super Bowl? Which, I want to be alone. Of course. I want to be alone. Which hoodie did she have on? Uh, we have six of them with each concert series. I think it might have been the white one. The jeans have Taylor stuff all over those. Right. Yeah, it's, like, it's just, it's a wall-to-wall. And like, it, first of all, a group of screaming little girls makes your head crack anyway. Throw in the music at the loudest volume you can imagine. And I can't, I want to tell you something. I bet you a cop in a private moment in any city would tell you how many times they've been called to houses to turn the music down that are Swifty parties. Because of the decibels. That loud. Really? Feels like it to me. My experience having done it every Saturday for like the past six months. Really? Yeah. Are there any Super Bowl things Swifty? Outfits you can buy for your little darling daughter? That's a good question. Um, we just had this conversation this morning. Um, because my son, your friend, who you trauma- you've traumatized for his entire life, still in therapy now. Pizza boy. Uh, he's afraid of men in general because you've traumatized the kid, <laughs> ripped food away from the small child, screamed in his face. <laughs> I never screamed in his <laughs> he's face. He's such a nice guy, too. I just forcefully said, that's not your pizza. So this way it went this morning is he says, well, I sure hope the 49ers win, of mm. which it's on now. Oh, he said that? Yeah. That is great. Yeah, yeah he knew exactly what was going to happen. And then of which his sister then went off on him. Yeah. She's going to score a touchdown even. <laughs> oh, God. This, oh God, we're stuck in traffic now. This is my back seat. Yeah. Oh, that is great. Yeah, it is. Um, it is. I, I, somewhere, I'm going to look it up, how much merchandise she sold in the past six months. It, it's got to be. It's just insane. Mm. It's, it's, it's everywhere in my life. And none of it's free, man. No, no little bracelets even. Those friendship bracelets? Nothing is free. Mm. Team Swift is set. I don't know how many grandkids she ends up having. Mm -hmm. Their kids are set. Just off the gear alone. Just off the hoodies alone. 
What did she make this past year? I meant Garrett, to look it up. What did she make? How much money? One point eight two b- b- billion. One point eight two <laughs> billion dollars. I figured that. Wow. Yeah. And she had sixty five prop bets. I read sixty five different prop bets. Really on her? her? What on are her. they? Uh, I know the proposal is one of them. Proposals. How many seconds? Will she be late for the game? Will she sing at halftime? Will he propose? I, you know, I got into an argument with Sid about that because I knew nothing about Usher and he knew everything. Usher, Usher should cover one of her songs. That's what he should do. Usher should. I don't think what's, she. What's allow, my favorite I don't think Taylor she, song? I don't think she allows that. What's my favorite Taylor song? I don't song? think Fire she. The, I think team legal team Taylor Swift does not mess around. No, that they're would not going to. Now, what I thought is, I said. Come on, you're telling me she's inside the stadium and she's not going to do a song? I find that hard to believe. I'm thinking Usher is just a front for... Of which, if that happens, my daughter cries like she's two years old. Loses her mind. That would be really cool. Unless you're Usher. No. Usher's a generous guy. It doesn't matter. Usher's... Usher's what do you call he those? He discovered Justin Bieber. That's what, that's what you, Cedric told Cedric you. dropped that on me today. He had all kinds of good but info. But if Usher stands next to sex, next. Yeah, go ahead. Gonna get his ass kicked by a really big guy. He's going to get a fight. If Usher stands right next to Taylor and then starts singing this song, Jack it up. No. His downloads will go oh. through the roof. Yeah, well, she's not going to let that happen. She doesn't need girl. that. She, what does she need that for? She doesn't, but it's part of the Garrett just told you what matters to her, sir. What was that number again? $1.82 billion. See? She's not sharing anything. $13 million per show. Usher, move. She's going to Japan, Amsterdam, Austria. Just this show in Tokyo, her grandkids never have to yeah, worry about yeah. bills again. A lot of yen. Well, but she doesn't get paid. But I don't know. I don't know. How's the yen against the dollar right now? Whatever, whatever's most, that's what she'll do. Yeah, I'm. She's a pretty enterprising young person. So I don't think Usher is going to get the share in that at all. I don't think. I he, think if she wants that well, stage, you off. Usher doesn't make any money off this. I know. It's all that's in true. downloads yeah. and exposure. You're right. Yeah, but. When was the last time you've said Usher's name? And on Monday, on Sunday night, it'll. I mean, take we can take a look. What'll happen to downloads? Even if you like his music or not, you can't help but go, man. I remember that song. Yeah. What's that stupid strip club song? Oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah, that. My name. Play, what play. is that? Play oh, that. Come on, that that is in every stadium, every strip club. Um. What did, what's the name of that? Yeah. He's got to play that. I mean, imagine imagine the downloads of this stupid song. On Monday, He's Sunday a whale night. Of a dancer, whale of a dancer. What? A whale of a dancer that usher. <laughs> oh yeah, jacked it up. So bad. Okay, so he plays that first. How many downloads is that getting right now? Two a day. No one listens to that except some perv or some stripper. Stripper's not even listen to. It. 900 million on YouTube eight years ago. Is that 900 million? Yep. You think Taylor Swift's going to go out there to this song? No. 
Not to that song, possibly. Yeah. Maybe Brittany Mahomes will. Well, yeah, she will. She'll be Bright hair and all. Maybe some glitter going on there. Yeah. Um, now, Taylor Swift is not sharing anything with anybody. But what a moment it would be if she would go out, sneak out of the, the skybox, go on stage for one song. The place would go wild. Yes. And so would your daughter. America would it go would be, wild. I would have to get, I would have to sedate her. I would have to sedate her. We'd have to hold her down like it's a dater. <laughs> she might, she loses her mind because I've now learned if I believe they're going to cut away to the skybox, I have to let her know. But that's going to last five seconds. She's got she to be watching all she the time. She runs in. Is it over? Yeah. Runs out. Or you're going to record. You can f- go back. But if she takes the stage, um, it's all over in my house. It's over. Yeah, that's all. It's all over. Back with more. 1027 ESPN, your home for Super Bowl 58. Sunday, kickoff at 5.30 right here on 1027 ESPN. Back right after these. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. Check out the podcast page at 1027ESPN.com. Now back to the Jeff and Ed Show. Hey, welcome back to the show. Thanks so very much. I'm Ed Clements along with, with Jeff Ward, Garrett on the on the controls over there. We're getting you ready for Super Bowl 58, which is Sunday evening in Viva, Viva, Viva Las Vegas. Bad weather in Vegas. It's been raining. It's been cold. Play was canceled today in Phoenix at the Waste Management Golf Tournament. Somebody on the... Corn Ferry Tour, which is the junior oh, tour of geez, golf, shot a 57 today. Whatever. They're Some playing young... like a pitching pot. Oh, no. No, there they're they playing are. big boy golf oh, courses. Please. Some dude shot a 57. That's ridiculous. Longhorn golf team in Hawaii. Oh, boy. Uh, they're playing in a tournament on the big island of Hawaii. We'll have results for you tomorrow. And you can go to golfstat.com to find those results, too. All right, here we go on Twitter, X, or whatever it's called. Um... At Davenport 10 says, if Tater Swift sings, MAGA will lose their mind. Hmm. That's true. That is another prop bet. Will Taylor Swift... You're, makes- gl- you're glossing over the MAGA's conspiracy theories. Explain. I, I've not heard of any well, it's MAGA. Not allow- it's not allowed down the hall. But, um, so they... There's a cut in there. This is one of these uh, r- old far-right talk shows. And this is kind of all day, every day now, apparently in that space. Yeah, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's relationship has sparked a new bizarre conspiracy theory among MAGA Republicans. Sunday night's game kicked the conspiracy theory into overdrive. The Kansas City Chiefs, with Kelsey quarterbacking and Taylor Swift in the stands, beat Baltimore in a nail-biter that will now send them to the Super Bowl, where they'll face the San Francisco 49ers. The success of the Chiefs and the media frenzy that has been driven by Taylor Swift's appearances at their games has sparked one creative theory. We're using gentle parenting words today, kids. Taylor is, of course, active in politics and has been supportive of Democrats in previous elections. The size and loyalty of her fan base has some prominent Trump supporters losing their heads. Ah. Take former Republican presidential hopeful Vivek Ramaswamy, who made a loony prediction on Monday morning (laughs) that the Super Bowl will be rigged in the Chiefs' favor in order 
the stage for Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's endorsement of President Joe Biden. Ramaswamy's theory came in response to another bit of nonsense from notorious Pizzagate conspiracy theorist Jack Posobiec. He suggested on X that George Soros, the Jewish billionaire and liberal megadonor, was somehow involved in Taylor Swift's embrace of Democrats. Ramaswamy oh, responded, I wonder it. who's yeah. going to win See? Come on. Don't tell me you're not in on this. You don't I'm not in call. on it. You take some calls from Lampasas. They'll back this up. No, no, no. They're all over They're this very stuff. Very intelligent callers, not yahoos like this. Those people. That's yahoo stuff. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yahoo. Ask them down the hall tomorrow who, who they want to win the Super Bowl. What's funny they is... They don't watch anymore, Jeff. You know oh, that. that's right. That's right. It's, yeah, it's all fixed. Yeah, that but yeah, um, it's fixed so that she can... I'm not quite sure how this works, but so she can endorse Biden. She did. Uh, a few years time, ago. Yeah. yeah. That's correct. Yeah. Do, do you think that... Her audience is not exactly seventy-five old, rural, and white. No, they're not. They're okay. they're younger with kids. Like and yeah. they're not always old married people. Old buried people. I said old married people. Well, I said old buried people. No, no, no that's, that's a strong vote for you. Yeah, know, it is. Buried people. Yeah, she knows exactly who her demographic is. Let me put it that way. I don't think she's going to do anything on Sunday. The, the, you think she can't get a platform if she wanted to endorse anybody? Yeah. Like she doesn't, she doesn't need the Super Bowl to do this. Correct. It's stupid. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. What's funny is there's a story in the L.A. Times today. How ironic it is! You're having all of these far right hosts in now cheering on. Guess who? San Francisco. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's a really good story today how a lot of your buddies, a lot of guys probably gone before you even, doing the wall talk, say... Um, Trey, Trey and Clay and Buck? Yeah, because what's his name? Trey came out and said, I'm all for San Francisco now, which is ironic. They're cheering on San Francisco to beat middle America, which I found kind of interesting. Who would ever guess that? Yeah, here you go. Here's the LA Times today. How Taylor Swift has driven far-right pundits to do the unthinkable. Cheer on San Francisco. That is weird, because far-right pundits detest San Francisco. Well, they're, they're cheering them on now. Ah, uh, that's a little overkill Okay, here there. you go. That's Here's, making uh, a mountain out of a mohill. Okay, I'll read right here. Here is uh, conservative sports pundit Clay Travis, I believe, on this right Clay, down the hall. Clay and Buck, yeah. Right down the hall took to Fox News to declare he would be, prou- quote, proudly supporting the San Francisco 49ers, America's team, on Sunday against Kansas City. That is a quote. That is strange because Kansas City is in the heartland of America. It's Eric, in Trump care. You just, just said that. I know you I just, just said point this. that out? And yeah, I, you I, just yes. said that okay. 10 seconds ago. Okay. I, 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 <laughs> Thank you. I just want to reiterate that, yeah. what you said, because that's, that's America. That's, that's America right there. Not San Francisco, for goodness sakes. Thus the point of the L.A. Times story, how odd it is to hear all these people go to, after wall talk, they go to cheering on San Francisco. Let's see, here's this. uh, It says, the new love for San Francisco has been echoed on right-wing social media in recent days, Hmm. particularly surprising given how the city is typically depicted on the airwaves of Fox News and other outlets. As a as Sodom and Gomorrah, where the streets are coated with feces and fentanyl, and good old fashioned American values come to die. 
That's exactly right. Okay, I knew that was coming. That's exactly right. <laughs> Except they're cheering on San Francisco. Yeah, they want to. Over but they're Kansas not really City. San Francisco. It's Santa Clara. I'm sorry. I don't think <clears throat> the players all live in Santa. The stadium is in Santa Clara. They don't train in Santa Clara. They play in Santa Clara. Oh, they don't train out there? I don't think so. I mean, no, no. There's nothing out there. I've already given you my knowledge of Levi, so um, founded in California. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's a it's a funny it's a funny twist to hear them cheering as as your man right before is he on before you? Yeah, Clay and Buck. Okay. Oh, yeah, and Buck, Clay Travis and Buck. Yeah, okay. Is that the Clay and Buck show? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know. I just assumed right. that's the case. Okay. I haven't listened since Rush. Oh. oh okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jim Nance defended Tony Romo today. Figure that. He said, I love working with the guy. I could not be happier. Uh, Garrett Play, that's an excerpt of an interview they did today at Super Bowl. I'm old enough here in Las Vegas to remember when Las Vegas could not even add, buy an ad in the Super Bowl, and now we're hosting it. How improbable does that seem to you? It happened fast. I mean, it would have been 10 years ago. Impossible to believe that it evolved to this point. But, you know, now that it's all open, it's just the beginning. It's just the start. Everybody's going to be flooding here. Every league's going to have a team here. Already halfway there with more coming. So I'm excited about it. For us to be able to have the first Super Bowl ever in Las Vegas, it's one of the high watermarks of our careers. Why don't you tell them about what you thought about Vegas Super Bowl-wise, biggest event here? I think that it's, it's hard to say something's the biggest, the best, whatever, particularly when you have a, a city as important in terms of entertainment and showbiz as Las Vegas, but there is nothing that's ever been this big in Las Vegas. The biggest show ever, ever, and that's not hyperbole. We do big events here. <laughs> in do, on a regular basis. Well. This is a big one. Yeah. Yeah, um, part of history. What do you think about the stadium? I love the stadium. First off, I mean, it's raining right now in Vegas, and I, I was not expecting that. Yeah. So thank God there's a roof on the stadium because I'm used to the elements. These guys complain, but <laughs> they're always up in the booth, and they cannot be doing that. But, um, you know, I, I love it. We only had the chance to be here once uh, earlier this year, and I thought, you know, the field is fantastic. You know, the stadium itself, the fans right on top, uh, not much room on those sidelines, so you're feeling feeling the fans in your face when you're playing there. And um, it is an incredible environment, and I'm sure it's going to only be heightened in the Super Bowl. I know that the NFL wants parity. They don't want the same teams in the big game every year. These teams met four years ago, but it still it feels like the marquee matchup, does it not? I think if you started the year and you went back to day one, you would have said these are probably the two teams. You might have thrown Philadelphia in there. But truly, these were the teams who were just destined to kind of be here. And... Uh, it's kind of proven out that way. I mean, Kansas City had a ton of adversity this year, but Patrick Mahomes, Nandy Reid, Travis Kelsey, they're a hair different than most. And so they found a way to get here. A lot of glamour around these teams that maybe has nothing to do with the fatigue. <laughs> yeah. really? George. Okay, George. let's stop that. Um, I, first of all, I hate, I hate the word adversity used all the time. It's, 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 not, it's not Africa. This yeah, is not. Yeah, exactly. We're not, we're not, so I am so tired not, yeah. of. That is the most overused sports cliche there is. Overcame a lot of adversity. Did they really? How much adversity did they overcome? They dropped the passes themselves. Yeah, it's adversity. They didn't lose arms and legs. No, they didn't. They just dropped passes. There was no adversity that the Chiefs overcame. Uh, They had some cold weather there in Kansas City. Cold. Sorry, Anthony, but they didn't overcome any adversity. 
They created their own sure. like by lining up offsides and stuff like that. And three three name wide receiver who couldn't who catch, couldn't the catch playoffs, anything. Right. The I mean, golly, I hate that. You okay? Well, it pisses me <laughs> off. I mean, it's such as I hear that old every interview. Somebody be up by at, at the Super Bowl. Somebody be up by twelve points. Well, we had to overcome a lot of adversity this half. What would you say then? Not that. What do you mean? What What was the point of his comment? What was the point? He should have said we we overcame. Kansas City had overcome some mediocre play. No, what what he started off saying, I don't disagree with. At the beginning of the year, most of us thought it would be a four team race. Kansas City was one of the four. Kansas City offensively wasn't anywhere near where we thought they'd be. But yet they got Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Andy Reid, but yet they played great defense. That's why they're here. That's what you say. Mm-hmm. There's no adversity to that. There's no war analysis. Exactly. In this, yeah. I hate that. We're going to war. People say it all the time. Coaches say it more than that. We've had some adversity. No, you dropped the effing ball. Yeah. You missed a field goal. It's not adversity. You screwed it up. Is that angry? It's kind of angry. You're kind of angry. But today. I mean, I, I, I'm starting. I brought up the Mexican ice cream, and you yeah, kind of put you on a bad footing. I, it's really, it's all gone downhill since that. And yeah. I, I think that was a stupid statement. And he's not a stupid guy. No, Tony's that was not. a stupid cliche. But to say, oh, overcome adversity. Like nobody was sick. Nobody had deaths. Right. It's so offensive. There's to no me. adversity there when you got Taylor Swift in the, you know. Stadium every what, what time. Is the adver- what, what's happened to the Chiefs this year that they have not that are not self inflicted? What? Nothing. What happened to them? Nothing. Nothing. They, they traded away Tyreek Hill. That didn't happen to them. No, it's adversity. The receiver, three name receiver, yeah. lined up offsides. It didn't happen to them. Right. Their quarterback flipped out on his teammates because his teammates kept dropping the ball, not because they got their legs blown off in right. Iraq. That's like the, you know, like the game jackass with, thing to say. With the well, you're really upset about this. Las I'm Vegas getting from, worse. It's it's really bothering me. Be, be smarter. Just be smarter. Say something of substance. Wow. <laughs> yes. I'm kind of afraid to say anything, dear <laughs> friends. Not, well, <laughs> I'm edging my seat here. But you're a broadcaster. Talks makes that, sense. That word is banned now here. Damn right it is. Garrett. <laughs> He's an analyst. Do better. Say something better than that. I'm not going to say that word. Look out. I'm going to fight someone. Look out. going to fight. <laughs> but tell me I'm wrong. No, you're not I wrong. Mean, it's because the, it's, it's... They can't catch the old, ball. That same old blabber, blabber, blabber. Yeah. Overcome adversity. Da, da, da. Us against the world. I mean, what... Nobody what, respects it, us. Anybody nobody, that's watched... Nobody it. thought we'd be here. I dare if oh, someone exact, of these two teams will oh say... Oh, my gosh. Nobody expected us no, to be exactly. here. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's us against the world. What are you us talking against, about? We don't get any respect. You're like here in Ukraine. Yeah, we don't get any respect. Um, But if, if you ask anybody that's followed them this year, most people would say... I'm shocked at how bad they've been on offense. They're a team that's in the Super Bowl averaging 21 points a game. You know why they're here? Because Chris Jones and their defense. And they found their offense in the playoffs. Yeah. They found their offense. Running game. Running game. Yeah. Running game. What what wins championships there, Coach? Thank you. I don't Running games I don't sound like cliche now. Running games and defense. Oh, it's spouting off cliches. 50 years ago last night... Damn a movie if premiered. I hear it, if I hear it again. 
50 years ago tonight, a movie premier- premiered at the Pickwick Drive-In you, Theater in Burbank, California. You're changing with, subjects, are you? With 250 guests. Are you afraid? Yes. Are I'm you kind of, legitimately I'm scared afraid? over here. Scared. You're going to go off on me He's and He's moving Garrett. away. <laughs> 50 right. years ago, Say last night, they premiered this movie at the Pickwick Drive-In Theater in Burbank. 250 guests were there. 50 years. 50 years ago, it was on <clears throat> last night's February 7th, 1974. The movie, and I'll give you a big hint. Garrett's never seen this movie well, because I'm, mom and daddy probably banned him. But you and I have talked about this before, about how this movie could never, ever. Oh, Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles could never make it. Have you ever seen Blazing Saddles? Nope. No. Sorry, Dad. Could someone even download? I don't even know if you could download it anymore. It appears on, yeah, you can download it. Can you? You can. And sometimes it's on late night TV, but they blur out, not blur out, they beep out everything, which is like every third word. If if I were to watch it on Netflix or something, no, not Netflix. Okay. On, on like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Regular, not not subscription stuff. Regular TV. Well, they, that would defeat the whole purpose. How could everything would be bleep, bleeped out? That's my point. Everything is bleeped out. Wow. I, I don't even know how to describe it to someone. I don't either. Because you'd feel guilty. Yes. I think if I watched Blazing Saddles, would you feel? I would feel a little guilty. I'd feel weird. You do, like I, I shouldn't be doing this. You, you know. Feel, you feel weird when. Yeah. It's so when's freely. the last time you watched it? It's been be about honest, a year. Be honest. Year, probably about a year. Well, that's kind of despicable. Well, I just it's I find <laughs> it. I just said that's immoral. It's great movie making by Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks wrote that. You know who one of the co-writers is, and the he was scheduled to play the part of the sheriff, but he got in cocaine problems. He wrote the movie. Richard with Pryor. Richard Pryor. No kidding. He is he and Mel Brooks and a couple that other guys. That would yeah have been hilarious. Yes. I did not know that. He was scheduled to be the sheriff. You watched the movie a year ago. Why? Because it was on. And it's one of those movies when yeah. it's on, you can't turn it off. It's bad freaky, news. It's Another political. Yeah, bad news bears. Yeah. You can't turn it off. Yeah, no, you can't. Caddyshack. Can't turn it off. I think I saw Blazing Saddles the first time I went to see it with a buddy of mine at Dobie Theater. Mm-hmm. I think I was 16, maybe, 15, mm-hmm. 16. Wasn't mm-hmm. supposed to see it. Yeah. Watched it twice in a row, I think. <laughs> Cracking up the whole time. Alex Karras, Mongo. Oh, ironic. That's what they call Steve McMichael. Yeah. Alex Karras. Yeah, that. Imagine going up to a bunch of 20 somethings right now and say, Hi, everyone. I would like all of you to sit down. At the Dobie Mall? Yeah. On UT campus? <laughs> like, oh, my God. Just gosh. say, I want everyone to sit down. We got a free screening tonight. I'm Ed. Um,. I'm going to give you guys all some beer, smoke a little weed, and watch the feature film tonight, Blazing Saddles. And within an hour, they're going to have you arrested. That's right. They would be. Uh, you would they, be arrested. Or they would be also traumatized. Oh, gosh. By yes. the, they'd be so traumatized. Oh, like, they would be. Oh. They would need Xanax. Yeah. But within the first scene, they would the need cruelty. some Xanax. The cruelty. <laughs> the scene on the railroad. Let's sing an old song. What about when the grandma punches him in the stomach? <laughs> Dear Governor, you are a world-class... Oh, my gosh. That Gabby, was... Gabby, what do you see, Gabby? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be 
it would be kind of fun to do. It's um, unbelievable. Just load up. I'm serious. A bunch of hipsters. And go, everyone, we're going in to watch a movie tonight. Don't tell them what it is. Oh, they would they would be in a fetal position. Oh, gosh. It would be a fetal over. position, or they would have... Oh. They'd, I don't... I don't know what form of law enforcement it would be, but they'd come. They would. They would be calling 911. <laughs> These old white guys are making me watch this. Hero. What's what is what would be more here's a question for everyone. What would be more is impossible the right word? Um what would get the most blowback? Blazing saddles, airplane, or Bad News Bears, the original. Blazing Saddles, yeah. followed by Bad News Bears. Yeah, Airplane, I Airplane think. Airplane was a little tamer. Or Fat Albert, the cartoon. Yeah. You Airplane. Ever seen, ever seen Fat Albert, the cartoon? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, Airplane with June Cleaver. Excuse me, stewardess. Yeah. I know Jive. Yeah. <laughs> I picked a bad day to stop sniffing glue. Yeah. Now... Blazing Saddles takes the cake. No, no, no. Remember the scene in the airplane? He's, um, it's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in the cockpit with, uh, what's his name for Mission Impossible? Oh, yeah, Peter, Peter Graves. Peter Graves. Yeah. Joey, you ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> <laughs> you ever been to you a ever been, house? You ever been to a Turkish prison? Yeah. <laughs> or like when the little boy tells my dad says, you, you don't, don't play any defense. You don't play any defense. You don't run back. Well, your dad's got it wrong. Yeah. Oh, they premiered this at a drive-in. Do you feel guilty for telling everyone you watch Blazing Saddles? Not at all. Not no. at all. You it's sure about that? Guy. No, no. It was at a drive-in in Gene Wilder, Cleavon Little, and Mel Brooks were all on horseback. They are on horseback at this premiere. It was at a drive-in theater. Drive-in theater? In Burbank. Wow. Yeah. So Richard Pryor was going to be the cop? He, no, he's going to be the, the sheriff, Bart. I mean, the sheriff, yeah. That's what yeah. I meant, the sheriff. Yeah. Wow. Well, that was his name? I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Uh, Harvey Harvey Corman, Headley Lamar. <laughs> Headley Lamar. <laughs> Gene Wilder is Jim. Oh. And Mel Brooks is Governor LaPetamine. Madeline Kahn, Lily Von Schoop. Schoop. Is, I'm tired. Is Mel Brooks still alive? I believe he's 100 he years old and he's, he's still, still alive. alive. Yeah, I saw a thing on him recently. Uh, what's his name? He did that history of the world. Did you ever see that? Wonderful, the opening yeah. scene with the cavemen yeah, touching yeah, themselves. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? He and Rob Reiner's dad, Carl Reiner, were yeah. best friends, and Carl died about a year yeah. ago. But, you know, uh, he's still with us. 97 years old. 97 years old. Wow. And he did, he, ha- he had a hellacious run. Yes. Young yes. Frankenstein yes. Yeah. was masterful. And this did was, he do a did he do a cameo in everyone? Yeah, he. Where, where was he in Blazing Saddles? He was Governor Lepetame. Okay, remember the? Oh yeah, yeah. With the, right. the buxom secretary. Yeah, the secretary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Governor Lepetame. <laughs> uh. Could you show the jerk now? Navin Johnson. Yeah, die, Navin R. Die, Johnson, Navin gas Archie. pumper. I was born a poor. <laughs> <laughs> His name was in the <laughs> in the phone, phone book. book. Yeah, things are going to start happening to yes. me now. Yeah, I think you could get away with a jerk. Maybe you could with a jerk. Let's somebody do that experiment. Nathan Ed is going to rent out a theater, and he would like you to it go. Would to have a, to be at the Dolby. It have no, to be. No, 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 no. I got it all set up. So okay. you're going to go and recruit twenty somethings from coffee shops. 
in Austin and south and on the east side. Yeah. Of the coffee and shop. Gonna Come say, on. Let's everybody, go. we've got Free a beer. we got a bus out front, KLBJ AM bus. I know you don't know what that is, but it's safe for today. And we would like to load you guys up and take you to a free screening of a film. And this man here, Mr. Clements, is going to tell you all about it. As a film critic. Yeah. And then you set it up for the kids. Say, if you would like uh, some weed or some cocktails, we have some. Let's roll Blazing Saddles from 1974. Mm-hmm. Mm. And they cry like babies within the first 10 minutes. And then they want to kill you. They want to kill you. But yeah. I think you're right. I think the trauma. Oh, it would be so trauma. trauma would be. Yeah. They would get the shakes. They'd have counselors. They'd have to have counselors oh, for the rest be, of their lives. There would lives. have to be so many, so much therapy. Right. Their families would be calling you. What have you done to my 26-year-old? We'll be back with more on 1027 ESPN right after this. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. You're listening to The Jeff and Ed Show on 1027 ESPN. Jeff, any, any last comments? We didn't get to this about Nick Saban joining ESPN's uh, college game was. day. Will it, will it move the needle at all? No. I don't know if it will either. No. He's not bad. He's better than I thought he would be. Don't you? Yeah. Think so? I think I think he's been it's pretty good. He's not that good. interesting. I think he's he's been good, but I just don't see him week after week after week. You know what I mean? I don't either. He's not going to say anything. No. Most time coaches don't say anything. They're terrible. And they're they're just so they're very protective of him. He's an older guy and show great respect for him, so I'm not sure it's going to add a whole lot. Okay. What's the point then? Uh, a name, my yeah. name. Yeah. And Corso, God love him. Getting old, Lee. Getting old? Well, that's a way to get Lee off there, I think. Getting Nick on there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, kind oh, of boy. pushing old Lee's too old. Bringing to one on old guy for shove the other one out? Yeah, I think that's maybe the, the strategy there. Hey, it's been fun. Thanks to our Mexican station for the Mexican ice cream. Oh, my. Thanks for all the wow. Taylor, Taylor Swift talking tomorrow. Wow. We'll have our predictions on Super Bowl 58, so join us in tomorrow, 1027 ESPN. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements, afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN.